0: Welcome back, Comics Corners. This is episode 16? 17, I think. 17. I think, yeah. As always, your Uncle Pat with the one and only Sean. What's up, everybody? kind uh, of a crazy week. We actually got a couple new trailers just this morning slash last night. Uh, we did some deep dives on a couple comics. We answered some questions from the internet. We finally got a couple that were either not complete jokes or someone just typing in the word penis. <laughs> um, so we are answering those as well today. My, we gro- to- My Pat-
1: girlfriend, uh, when I put the question thing on, she just responded, fuck you. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's
0: usually like how the responses go on that. Or it's like, how many dicks do you suck? And I'm like, none, none dicks. <laughs> but I feel like this is going to be a, very well-formatted show. Yeah, we got I've, notes. We're prepared. We have notes. Things have gone down. What um, what have you been up to this weekend, though? Nothing, man. I was reading, So which we'll get into, but
1: Batman the Long Halloween, yeah. which we've talked about many times on the show, especially because they are making that animated uh, DC Warner Brothers feature. Yep. And when's that coming out? Do you remember?
0: Um, I want to say it is in... The fall of this year. So definitely check that
1: out, guys. But in the meantime, try to get your hands on a copy of this book. Don't go to Carolyn John's, though, because I'm going to get the last copy, I think, today when I leave here. Um, it's amazing, isn't it's it? It's so good. The story is just a great, like you said, detective story. It's a mystery. It's getting back to that Batman greatest detective on Earth uh, roots. The artwork is phenomenal. Our boy Tim Sale just
0: rushing Dude, it it's the artwork is insane
1: yeah and it's just and i like that a lot of the issues some of them are like it, it's a quick read it's but it's still you get all this substance out of this nice little packaged graphic novel and it's not like too crazy or in-depth or over your head
0: or giant word balloons like tank girl yeah uh, <laughs> it's but good we are gonna get a little bit or into that some more in a little bit here first we're gonna knock out some news that happened uh i was talking about trailers. We just got the Venom. There will be carnage. Trailer. Let there be. Let carnage? there be carnage. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> it's a fucking train wreck already. <laughs> uh, Sean, you just watched right before. Yeah. Your what's your gut reaction it's watching just, it for the first time?
1: It's something about the the inner Venom voice. Like it's it's uh, I, it's cart it's comically
0: cartoonish
1: yeah and just like i understand that's like the venom vibe and the whole split personality (laughs) thing but it's just it's not working for me it didn't work in the first movie and i'm not super stoked on this trailer
0: i don't like the weird gravelly kind of funny goofy aspect to it i get that i think you can have comedy in that movie without making the venom symbiote be this almost comedic foil for everything and then just having Tom Hardy play the dumb guy almost to all of it is just very bizarre. Yeah, and I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's like having it's just... Dwight Schrute and Jim Halpert in like one character <laughs> and you're just annoyed by it.
1: Yeah, that it was it's just kind of silly, but I think, you know, Woody Harrelson, I agreed with you when we were talking about the casting, should have gotten someone a little more a little more wiry, a little bit
0: I also think a little younger, maybe younger. Sure, I just Woody is an older dude, and he just has a bigger body frame. Woody Harrelson's like sixty years old. Yeah, I don't under, and I get that a lot of it's CGI, but that just doesn't. Just because it's all CGI doesn't mean he shouldn't be like in it predominantly, or like they're just gonna reveal his face a couple times. I already know how these scenes go.
1: Yeah, and like. I don't think the storyline's very clear at this point. I mean, I don't know if they did do, like, a plot summary or...
0: It, It seems like, basically, Woody Harrelson is on death row, is getting put to death, somehow symbiote gets into him, and he becomes Venom and escapes.
1: I think it's mostly just weird, too, seeing these villains in standalone movies.
0: Yeah, I don't think Venom is necessarily the best character to do a standalone I get that he has a lot of... He just has a lot of fans. He he's does. Like a, oh, my God, yeah. And a Venom character is just not the smartest in that those terms. There are the new versions of Venom where it's like Agent Venom and it's Flash Thompson or whatever. Yes. And all these people are have Venom now or symbiotes on them that are Venom and it works better because they're more intelligent and everything. This primal version, you're just like... Who gives a fuck? This is so stupid to just hear this dumb, gravelly voice talk to this guy who's just playing kind of a buffoon, but also kind of like, you can't bite their head off. It's like, this is so fucking dumb. It's it's a worse version of Deadpool where it's like a bunch of dick jokes that just don't land and doesn't have the action to back it up to replace for dick jokes not
1: land yeah and my thing is at least in my opinion ryan reynolds is at least funny 100 <laughs> percent.
0: tom hardy is not a great comedic actor yeah uh,
1: he's a great actor but it's just I'd say like delivery is like 60 percent of comedy yeah and you gotta let you gotta put those jokes out there in a certain way yeah, so Tom like,
0: Hardy's such a better confident actor than... Like, oh, this. listen to
1: the playful banter he has with the girl at the convenience store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: it's just so bizarre the way... It's he bizarre. just seems so awkward. It seems like he's never done it. And I get that that might be how he wants the character to act, but...
1: Now, even more important question: Are we going to see Venom or Carnage in like the main MCU? Like, as far as like coming into the Avengers movies or something?
0: I don't think we'll ever see that. I think we'd have a better chance of seeing Tom Holland cross over into a Venom movie. Yeah, either or, because I, I, you got it, you can't have one without the other. Agree, in my opinion. And I also don't think that Tom Hardy and Tom Holland would play well off each other in these roles. Yeah, it just doesn't. It seems like it would just be such a oil and water type thing that the universes would just clearly clash so hard. Good point. Um, in other trailer news, though, we got a trailer for Marvel's What If, which is going to be premiering after Loki. Yeah, so it's a show? It's a show. It's animated. It's kind of that weird 3D computerized and anim- very computerized animation it's not my favorite style i'm not gonna lie uh, but i know people are gonna get stories that they want to see where it's like marvel zombies yeah which i'm not i've never been a huge what if person it has to be a really good i would prefer it to be a just a really good standalone story than like here's this cra- what if professor x became magneto and fucking killed everyone and you're just like you, All pre- right. you pretty much just told me what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, the titles always seem to be what they are, but a thing that we've kind of learned from this is there seems to be a little bit more to it that... Is it Watu the Watcher? Uh, No. What's There's, the Watcher's name? I don't know. I think you're thinking of the Wand of Watoom w- Okay, from Doctor Strange. But the Watcher is seemingly bringing together a group of Avengers, quote-unquote, from other multiverses to help fight something. For this what-if? For this what-if series. So it seems to be the first season might be we get everyone's universe, final episode, everyone gets brought together for something, and then you go into your whole new uh, season two. We'll check it out. Um, You
1: know, it's funny you mentioned the computer animation because that's not my favorite. It's... It, so I watched I tried to watch the Bad batch the new Star Wars um thing
0: I was gonna say that was something else I want to talk about how'd it, you feel about it
1: it's just it's it's the animation I can't really get excited about it I it was the same thing when I tried to watch Clone Wars yeah it's so clunky the way these people move is so robotic it's just it, it irks me
0: yeah and I was gonna say from someone who is definitely more of a I don't know if purist is the right word, but, like, traditionalist in animation, animation. I can see where that can become a problem. And I know some people do have, you know, people obviously love Clone Wars, and it's gotten brought back and stuff, but I do agree with you that there's times where it just falls really flat, and you're just, it doesn't have the warmth of a regular cartoon. It seems
1: dated. It seems like, because Clone Wars came out a fucking long time ago. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure at the time, that type of computer animation was just maybe becoming
0: popular. It was early, and it was on a, TV show so it didn't have the big budget yeah. movie style. So now it's almost like they're keeping that very rigid robotic for nostalgia almost. Yeah,
1: just to yeah, keep re- reel their fans back in. And I would not be surprised to see if it's like more cost effective. Like, oh, why would we change oh, it's if it's, it's not broke, don't fix it. Clone yeah. clone Wars was huge, mostly with like younger audiences. Like and they made a movie too.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot they had but that was just like a straight to DVD. Or... No, it was in
1: theaters. Really? Yeah,
0: it was. I never
1: knew that. It was came out sometime after like episode 3 when when the clone wars was taken off. Oh. Yeah. So I just remembered I can't remember what a friend took their kid to go see it or something, but
0: <laughs> You knew you knew it existed. Yeah.
1: A friend of a friend went to the theaters to see this awful ugly animation.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be a huge waste of fifteen
1: dollars. And the fact that like I get that they're clones, but it's like and like especially in this one, they're supposed to have like different
0: personalities, you know, but I, they just don't. I, like they that's just what I seems don't, like the same person. That's what I don't like about this concept is I didn't watch Clone Wars. So I'm guessing a lot of these characters probably had their backstories developed during that, maybe. Yeah. And even if at the beginning of this show, I'm going to get this whole like character personality arc dump on everyone, it's still just a lot to take in. And at a certain point, if they're doing all the characters at once to try and lure me in within the first episode or first couple episodes... It just becomes so much that it's like, you developed this over like five seasons, I bet, and now you're just giving it to me in probably four minutes. Well,
1: no, well, also, just the whole vibe of it, it's so cliche. Like, it's like... We have the demolitions expert, yeah. the recon expert, the sniper.
0: It's oh, like, it's how many it's times very have you seen Dirty Dozen, that? Yeah. Ocean's Eleven style, where that you got one of each guy. I'm thinking like fucking like small soldiers. Like yeah, the, it's it, like yeah, the, it is a small soldiers
1: crew. Or even like they do it in Call of Duty games when they when they have like certain characters like, oh yeah, this guy's a demolition
0: guy. This one's yeah. a sniper guy. Like it's like okay, we get it. <laughs> it just seems very. It seems kind of basic. basic I would love yeah. to. And you're a big Star the Wars. The basic batch. You're, a, aren't you? A pretty big Star Wars person. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I, we Yohei, if he stops in before, I would like to get his opinion because I know he's a big Star Wars. We'll check. Guy. Yeah, man.
1: We'll we'll get his uh, um, point of
0: view. In some other news, did you ever watch Agents of Shield? No, I never. I never watched that one. So I was also never a big Agents of Shield person. I think I maybe watched a season or two, but it had like. Six or seven seasons. Yeah, it was on for and a while. And it was just never really my thing, the ABC vibe on it. But Marvelous. More set, of an
1: Agent Carter guy.
0: Marvelous said that they are, similar with the Netflix characters, bringing back actors from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but rebooting them in the Marvel universe to treat them as new characters. Right, but
1: they're not going to get like their own movies or anything, right?
0: No, I don't think they're going to get their own movies, but I think it's going to draw in people who at least saw those shows and are appreci- you know appreciated them and it's kind of fan service and a lot of those actors were good actors that just kind of got the short end of the stick that disney was like dude fuck it let's bring you back
1: yeah i think the only reason they ever got people to watch it that were excited about the movies in general was because of colson being on it everyone loves aj colson
0: colson was good and then um I am not going to remember the actor's name, but she played Quake in the show, and she did a really great job. I mean, they had a lot of good actors on there, and parts of it were very watchable, but a lot of the storylines were just really convoluted. It's them trying to dance around the Marvel Universe to kind of – they have like one foot in and one foot out. They were kind of in it where they'd be like, oh the attack on new york yeah or they just mentioned it cult, you know it, everything's very vague in passing Yeah. so it was always just a weird what's going on here type thing and then when shit was really going down in mcu they were just like oh we're in the time stream right now and you're like what the fuck is happening but i thought that was pretty interesting we also got our first look at Catwoman in some footage for the new Batman movie, the Matt Reeves movie. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing crazy. She's got the ski mask, but of course it's got two little, uh, you know, sides sticking up as ears. Yeah, you like that? I uh, I didn't see, I didn't see anything from that. But speaking of Catwoman,
1: I loved the Catwoman in Long Halloween. I was loved yeah. that design.
0: If they could bring that yeah. back, yeah. Speaking of, I say we just gra- jump right into some of the things we've been reading because. I want to get into Long Halloween a little yeah, bit. let's do it. What did – so I know you said you enjoyed it. You like the mystery aspect of it. Did it kind of enthrall you in that way?
1: It did. I mean, that's why I couldn't put it down. I read it in one sitting. I wasn't even going like, to take a break. I'm like, no, dude, like this. Is, now it's just getting good, you know? Yeah. Um, it definitely, like, hooked you in. Um, and then, obviously, the whole fact that it had every villain in it, you know? I
0: I like that it has every villain in it. And it's
1: not really forced? Like, they're all in it for a reason? They're
0: all in it for their separate reason. It's not a huge, convoluted villain grab thing. It's like the Joker... Oh, by the way, spoilers if you haven't read Long Halloween for some of this. Um, Joker is, like, just jealous at one point. And
1: and what's cool is, too, is he's, like, the new guy in town. like like, Because I'm pretty sure... In the story, it's like kind of like Batman early years, kind of.
0: It's definitely earlier because they, throughout the book, they talk about the, you know, continuous concept in Batman that Batman's the reason for all of these freak, quote unquote, yeah. freak. None of these people villains. shut up until you did, yeah. Exactly. Before you, it was just mobsters and this and that, and it's the mob kind of caving into. Using the, you know, what they consider freaks to get the job done for a lot of it. Yeah. And how,
1: like, I like how Falcone, like, hires Riddler. He hires Poison Ivy. Yeah. You
0: know, like, oh my God. In
1: typical mob fashion, hey, take care of my legwork. The
0: Poison Ivy in it. Yeah. All the character designs could be some of my absolute favorite character designs for Batman ever.
1: The character designs and then even like the cover art is so good because it'll, it goes with themed with whatever the holiday is. Yeah. Oh you no, know, like it's like the clovers for Poison Ivy and stuff uh, for St. Patrick's Day.
0: The calendar man in it. Yeah. The that draw like that way he's drawn is so perfect Hannibal Lecter style. Very much so, yeah. It's beautiful. And then the that end scene where he's just arguing with Falcone's son. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's crazy because it does take a lot of twists and turns. That it does.
1: It definitely at one point I thought, oh, maybe it is Calendar Man, even though he's in prison, you yeah, know, like it,
0: that's what I like about it, though, is it does have this—it's a good story.
1: It was not predictable.
0: It's not predictable. There's a lot—it's a very Ocean's Eleven-y <laughs> type—you know, it's a Soderbergh movie where it's just <laughs> like, at the end, you're like, whoa, wait, what?
1: Yeah, and then they do the—I like how they do the backtracking, like, you know, previous panels. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh. That's funny. That's It is similar. It, it just has— The way, like, storyboarding-wise.
0: Exactly. It just has a lot going on, and you're seeing all these things happening— from different perspectives where people are kind of just like, it's how it's affecting everyone.
1: I would love to do that, like storyboard artist or storyboard director. Like mm. just the nuts and bolts of everything. You're not the one that's responsible for drawing, you know, this lovely
0: anatomy on people and, and yeah, all the... Yeah, you can do stick figures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just like, that's poison ivy. Right. Trust me. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, what else have you been reading though? So... Uh, Oh,
1: after well, so I tried to read Tank Girl, which I brought in. Did not. I borrowed it from you. Artwork was really, really cool, and I liked the black and white vibe. But oh my gosh, it's just so wordy. It's so it's really and dense. They, they also they do a really bad job of like setting the scene. Is always like the scenery is always jumping around, and I can't follow. Like oh wait, am I in Tank Girl's like apartment? Am I at yeah. the King's Castle or whatever? The the dude that's ruling everything. Like there, there's no. The only reason I was able to follow it at all is because I had seen the movie, and I had a loose basis of, like, okay, yeah, it's kind of, you know, they're on the verge of World War III, it's in Australia, things are kind of ragtag, kind of uh, road warrior-ish. Yeah. Um, And so on that note, I don't want to spend too much time on Tank Girl, but... Like I mentioned, there was a movie in the 90s. I don't know if you've, you've probably seen it, right?
0: I've not seen a sandgirl it. movie. It's
1: definitely worth to watch. It's a fun, 90s, nostalgia. wild. Like, it actually reminds me of the comic because, like, there's all this weird, random, crazy shit going on. Going it's kind of hard to follow. Um, so between that, which got made in the 90s, and... Wasn't
0: Ice-T in it as yeah. the kangaroo? Yeah, he's the
1: kangaroo character. Hell yeah. So between that, which was made in the 90s based off a comic book, another comic book movie from the 90s that people really kind of uh, don't realize were, was a comic book all the time was uh, The Mask.
0: Oh, absolutely. So
1: with The Mask... Which was
0: a lot darker dude, than... So dark the yeah Jim i, I want to pick up
1: some of these dark horse books that did the mask run cuz uh, i watched the comics explain on a few of them Okay, and it was very eye opening i'm like wow yeah this is dark shout out comics explained though
0: yeah it's the best well, what's that guy's
1: name Robert.
0: rob or yeah. Rob? yeah he's the man there's two that i swear by there is comic storyon and comics explained and if you, free plug on them if you ever need to look <laughs> up a storyline for a comic yeah. both of them do a really great job of giving you a Perfect amount of overview that is not—it's just the story. Right. I and like that it's not a lot of opinion, and it shows the panels, which is great. It shows a lot of the panels. It—the only time there's description or, or any kind of like extra information is if it's just actual general breakdown of who someone is. I tried watching one for sixteen oh two. Which I know. Last episode we were talking about. Yeah, I watched the two-parter, but yeah, he doesn't finish. Well, he doesn't finish on that one, and I went to find a secondary. I was like, well, someone else has to have done one. I started one with it's like three people on a couch, with within about thirty seconds, immediately turned off because it's just people trying to make shitty fucking jokes, yeah, and they're yep. trying to oh, they're doing like shitty British accents, and it's just. It's not even in an ironic funny way. It's them genuinely thinking like saying tea and crumpets in a British accent's funny. <laughs> and you're like, hey, fucking, I hope you set that book on fire in your house. Right. Burn the whole place down. Fucking hacks,
1: dude. Yeah, I actually, I, that's what he said that I, before I watched the comic explain one, it was just some guy, you know, with his microphone and just a still shot of mm-hmm. the cover. And it, it took him like 10 minutes, like five to 10 minutes to just him talking about. Like, well, I had this book for a while, but I didn't read it. Uh, uh, his whole backstory yeah. of like his experience with the comic before he even read the comic. I don't give a
0: fuck about how long you've had it. How- we all know it existed. Just get to the facts, yeah. dude. Like, like they're writing the foreword on it. Yeah, you know, like. And it, the nice part about Comics Explained, dude, that guy's got—he's right there on the Allstate commercial guy voice.
1: He probably speeds up the audio for that. Oh. probably by like one point five or two. hundred percent. I could see, but anyways. Um, so what did you think co- about the comics? Explained on the mask was cool. I watched a couple of yeah. them because there's actually a bunch of different people that wear the mask. And when you have when he has the mask on, the character's name is Big Head, which I didn't know.
0: When I he becomes, also didn't know when that. When he
1: becomes the green faced, you know, that's just the character. It's of it. It named Big Head. But um, there's been a different couple different masks. The original was Stanley Ipkiss, which who uh, Jim, Carrey Jim Carrey plays in the movie. But then the next one is uh, the Lieutenant or Detective Calloway. Who is the detective character in the movie? Um, really? Yeah. So he he eventually dons the mask, and then a bunch of other random gangsters and stuff like that. Um, but just the fact that learning more about that book and how dark it was, and between that and Tank Girl and how strange and convoluted Tank Girl is, and the fact that those two became movies in the nineties, and you know, we're talking like early on comic yeah. book movies, except for you know the Superman from the seventies and eighty nine Batman. That was it.
0: Well, I think. Those comics, too, lended themselves... Early 90s comics, especially independent ones, or exclusively independent ones, lent themselves well to getting turned into movies because someone already spent a bunch of time on a script or creating a universe. That's true. And not that many people know about it. So a studio can basically be like, all right, here's all the masked comics. Pick out the parts that you fucking like that we can turn into just like... 120 minutes and crank this bad boy out and like you have a lot more to play with but you can also trim the fat off a lot of it and you're not gonna piss off a bunch of people you're gonna piss off one small group of people who read the comics but the masses aren't even gonna know the mask was yeah a comic. that's
1: a great point i was just about to say i i guarantee f- five out of ten if not four out of ten or less probably don't know that it was a comic book
0: oh i yeah
1: so uh, then my other thing was i feel like a lot of these independent books were being made too because almost it has it had a lot to do with special effects i feel like the yeah th- th- it wasn't quite up to speed with you know like we want to do these mo- these superhero movies justice the technology just isn't there yet so let's do something like the mask or tank girl
0: yeah and i think they were able to take shots at it i mean they did spawn at around the same time as those movies as well that's right
1: spawn was like 99 and i was gonna say
0: i mean there was probably a handful of movies even thinking back to blade getting made blade yeah and blade being a marvel property is still especially at that time blade is at the absolute lowest precipice of up-and-coming comic characters it's like blade maybe had a Prior to Wesley Snipes had a run maybe in what the, you know, eighties. Well, the first time he showed up was in a, a Dracula book from like the seventies. Yeah, and it's briefly. Like that's when he. That was the last time he was probably he really had, in books. He had like an
1: orange coat and like green pants. He, he looked, looked completely r- he looked ridiculous. I didn't think
0: he was a vampire at the time. I no, think he was yeah, just a guy.
1: yeah, just a dude with a sword with a katana.
0: Um, I actually did read those animal Animal Man comics. Oh that... yeah, how were those? So. A little bit of a spoiler on the flesh and blood run of Animal Man. So I read issues one through seven. Basically, Animal Man's already established in it. He has a family and everything. His family seems to be living on a farm with his mother-in-law. His son is away with his uncle, who within the first panel, him and his uncle are watching a dog get ran over by a truck. To see what movie they're going to watch. Or who gets to pick the movie. (laughs) So it's pretty. That already pretty fucked up. You can tell it's not great. And Animal Man goes to get his son back. From staying with his uncle. Because his uh, wife misses her son. Obviously. I don't really understand why his son went to go. Visit his uncle. But they go there. The uncle's basically trying to kidnap him. He runs over Animal Man. Kills him within the first comic and it's animal man's journey through dying but then coming back to life so he is a like natural presence like the green that swamp yeah. thing is or an elemental so he's like an elemental life force type thing so as he's dying he's basically just like pushing against this river, like this ocean of like death ends up coming back al- alive but he realizes he's in his body, and his entire chest has just been gutted. He is uh completely just like a corpse. His wife is was going to identify him at the morgue, and he like comes back to life. so cremate him, throw him in a river or in a pond, and he just starts evolving through animals of. Starts as a mite on her, like, eyelash. The (laughs) mite gets eaten by a fly or something. Fly gets eaten by a fish. He becomes the fish. And it's just, like, him getting eaten constantly and going into, like, this rebirth. It's a pretty fucking wild story. And this whole time, this uncle's just having this weird... His uncle has a weird obsession with death. Like, he's a fucking hillbilly guy who's just always, like... Yeah, let's watch gore movies and, like, fucking drink whiskey and just. Definitely a racist. (laughs) Definitely a racist. And, yeah, that's just a story of that. It's very interesting. The art is really good. It gets a little wordy at points where it's just kind of up its own ass on stuff. Um, But it's you're meant to dive into it, and I get it. I just wasn't, while reading it, as enthralled as maybe I should have been with it. But well, it was it's always, a good read.
1: It's always cool when you have a story like that where they're kind of between worlds or whatever, you know? Exactly. Um,
0: You've been reading anything else? That's pretty much it. Um, so, do we gonna talk about 1602? Yeah, I was going to say, how did you, what did you think of it? So,
1: what, watching the breakdown, I don't think I'll ever pick up the book. I might, but like. I just want to know what happens at the end. Yeah, I do want to know what happens at the end. They definitely left you on a cliffhanger on that explained episode. Um, so, basically. The whole concept of, you know, we were talking about, um, I think last week you had mentioned Doctor Strange is like a wizard character, when it seems like actually he comes off more of like an alchemist. Yeah. The queen goes to him for some sort of cure, and he powders with his mortar and pestle and all that. And then, of course, you have Nick Fury, who's more or less the main character, I guess. Sir Nicholas Fury.
0: Sir Nicholas Fury. Yeah, I think Nick Fury definitely ends up being the eyes of like, you know, the, because he is... Exploring all these different things. He's dealing with the Peter Parker character, just a fucking weirdo obsessed yeah. with spiders. So
1: yeah, and then like
0: then there's like one scene where he's about to get bitten by the spider and then he doesn't. It always looked like he was just about to get bitten by a spider and then he's just like he's just holding spiders. He's just <laughs> a fucking weird kid. Uh they're dealing with Matt Murdoch, who is, you know, he's a bard. He's a bard who's just singing, but he's also what kind of a spy. Uh he deals in information.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And he's talking with Black Widow in the Yeah, in the, they so. link up. And, but what I really liked was, I'm sure you could appreciate the whole mutants aspect, where yeah. mutants, mutants
0: are seen as they call them witch breeds. Witch breeds, which... Makes at, a lot of sense. It's like they're doing magic. Yeah, and at that time... Anything that couldn't be explained, everyone just said was magic. Yeah. So opening
1: one of the opening scenes of that storyline is, you know, Angel is tied to the stake. They're about to burn him alive
0: because they think he's a witch, like as one did back in 1602, which is such so classic Christianity. They're like, yeah, this is what an angel looks like. All right, we brought one to Earth. Burn it, burn the <laughs> well, angel. Well, he's definitely a demon. <laughs> he's definitely a demon. This isn't a real angel. God wouldn't just throw us a softball like that. First yeah. off, we made up <laughs> angels; they don't exist. So this definitely is a demon.
1: Uh, and then from there, that's when you start to see. I remember he gets, he gets like rescued by Cyclops and Iceman. Yeah, and then they kind of bring they him go into the back brigade. To you know
0: the school and i love that there's no wheelchairs at the time apparently so beast just <laughs> has just to extra- he just has to carry this old old man on his fucking like shoulder the whole time
1: so how about the they do a brief origin of daredevil's character in 1602 where he's in the cave oh, and he yeah. literally just eats this green goo that's on yeah. the wall
0: <laughs> like These, this is a good idea this is the guy you're trusting the fucking moron that just ate green glowing green goo off the wall I don't care what time period it People is. People were
1: stupid in the 1600s.
0: <laughs> yeah, how dumb... There's Getting no back to way our, the witch that, theory. Yeah, there's no way that that would be a logical thing at any period of time to do. Just be like, man, I don't know what this slime is on the cave wall, but... I guess let's just pop it in yeah. my
1: mouth. People were like children back then. Yeah, if they wanted to like find out what something was, they just yeah put it in their mouth.
0: <laughs> That's just how they figured out what was poisonous.
1: Like when people talk about babies, they're like little scientists. They're just learning. You know, when they throw things on the ground, they're just learning about gravity. They're being little scientists.
0: That's yeah. It's like no, this baby's an idiot. No, he's an this asshole. Baby's not a now baby's I have to. Not a scientist. This baby's an idiot. <laughs> um. I thought it was all right. I would like to know what happens at the end of the book. Yeah, basically it was just... uh, This is the world's best review, by the way, about a book neither of us really read. Well, we don't want to spoil
1: too much. We want you guys to pick it up and then maybe,
0: you know... Someone pick it up and tell us what happens at the end of it. Or if you've read 1602, just let us know what happens at the end.
1: Yeah, I, I just like I feel like I got enough information on it where I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to pick this up. But after watching the things about the mask, I actually want to pick those books up. Yeah, I, and I love the art in that. It's very 90s. Very, um, it's the same reason I've been re- really in the late 80s, early 90s. The it's it's cartoony, but also has a very well drawn like anatomy to it. Yeah, um, it, it's that right in the middle. You know, it's
0: that perfect structure it, that it's not. It's cartoonish, but it's not overly proportioned. Everything still kind of makes sense a little bit. Yeah. The only There's things just that small are, exaggerations. The small exaggerations, too, are also just from the portion that's supposed to be ridiculous, like the mask element. It's like the yeah, body the doesn't big teeth. The, yeah, the body yeah. doesn't have like this insane, like barrel chest that's just like <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I loved
1: though the whole Magneto angle where he's basically he's basically the wizard. Yeah. And when he's like Oh, about when that, he turns the blade that is steel blade! Oh, hell yeah! It's like, oh, that was your first mistake. It's a steel blade,
0: shink right in your back. That was Dude, awesome. Magneto fucking always rips. That was badass. He had the big Gandalf beard, you know. Magnetism, low key power that I would love to have.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a good point. That's a kind of a slept on power, like because it's like it's not just like straight up, you know, telekinesis where you can move anything. That's just ridiculous. It's well, <laughs> you can and move also metal.
0: I feel like moving metal. Is one, it just got a cooler vibe to it. Two, you have it's to metal, dude. You have to be in a telekinesis. Like anything that's just that, like telekinesis, almost seems creepy to me. That's like when someone's like, "No, I want to be invisible," and yeah. you're like, yeah. "All right, pervert." Yeah, I can just take off people's clothes. <laughs> yeah,
1: from across. Oh, the you want to read minds, pervert? Yeah. Can you imagine like someone telekinesis like in high school, just
0: snapping bras constantly? Oh, <laughs> dude, awful. Um, but what I do want to get into. I feel like we've gone over some of our 1602 vibe as we got some questions. We will get to the, yeah, we'll do the questions. Real quick, last thing about 1602 oh, Doctor
1: yeah. Doom is uh, a prince or a king or whatever. Oh, yeah. Trying to overthrow the queen. I feel like so. That, they sprinkle in pretty much a lot of Marvel characters. Have the only ton. people that didn't show up are like Fantastic Four. They
0: have a ton. And I think Fantastic Four show up in later books up there. Do they? Yeah. I think oh, then there's do. the New World one. Maybe I'll pick that up. I think they do have a lot of characters sprinkled in that. Some of them feel shoehorned a little too much. Some of them make sense. The Captain America is one that I wanted to talk about where it's just a completely white Native American guy. Okay, is that – I was yeah. trying
1: to figure out, like, what is this referencing? Okay, well, that I keep sense.
0: calling him Rojas in it, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Rogers
1: – yeah, okay, okay. So, and then on Comics Explain he even goes into that a little bit. He gives you a little brief history about, like, albino Native Americans, like they were a thing or something. Yeah. Or it was, like, one very specific tribe somewhere in the United States where they had a lighter skin complexion.
0: It, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I didn't like that part. The girl becomes, like, a werewolf also seemed weird. Yeah, and then, like, uh,
1: Scarlet Witch and, uh, and Quicksilver are in it, but they're, like, followers of Magneto in that one.
0: Yeah, they are Magneto. They're still they're in a Brotherhood of Evil mutant yeah. type thing. It, I like it. It just seems a little too historical, as we've discussed. Fuck medieval times. Yeah. Dude. Fuck that whole period of that stuff. It's not my jam. It's borderline Game of Thrones.
1: And then they mix in the whole Spanish Inquisition thing. It's like, nah, we're just going too far, Mr. Gaiman. Yeah, all right, this
0: is. Pump the brakes. We get it, dude. You read a history book and we're like, what if it was Marvel, though? <laughs> and there, we were.
1: All things aside, very cool concepts. And there was some definitely some cool uh, parts of the book for sure.
0: Yeah, it seemed like it has more. It's like a movie that has some really great scenes, but overall as a movie, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. Oh, my God. I hope they don't make it into like a series or something oh, like that. Oh, that would be brute even the worst part people would love it oh (laughs) they would eat that shit up man don't don't even get it kevin foggy listens to this and i don't (laughs) want him to know about that
1: yeah so mum's the word
0: Mum's the word um but yeah you want to get into some of those questions yes i'd like
1: to thank big shout out to ryan matricarty aka mattress party Hell yeah. The VHS King of Northeast Ohio. Um shout out,
0: come through and shop, dude. I got a bunch of VHS. Yeah,
1: come through and please I he'll listen to this episode. I told him we'd check we'd uh shout out their questions. And of course, my main man Dylan DeVito. What's uh, up, bud? What's Danny up? Danny
0: DeVito's
1: long lost son. Yeah, man, dilly dilly. Also, congrats. He just graduated from CSU. Dude, CSU college. Yes. With a PhD. Not a PhD. Even though he's thirty. <laughs> He did not get the Ph.D. Dude. But that's okay. You know, as long as you finish. That's all that matters. I heard Ph.D.s are for fucking nerds, dude. Mostly. Yeah. Majority. This machine kills nerds. <laughs> so, uh, so Dylan and Ryan, thank you for your questions. We're going to jump right into them.
0: Uh, first one I want to talk about, because I feel like it's a little bit shorter, is we were talking about the Gambit movies yesterday.
1: We were, which is coincidentally, because he asked this question while we were recording that. Oh, and we, just,
0: we just happened to be talking about Gambit. That's perfect, because I did find a couple people I would like to play Gambit. Uh, my first one is an actor by the name of Ben Barnes, who you might know from the Punisher TV series on Netflix. He played Jigsaw. He is also in Westworld. Okay. Yeah. Um, But he, I think, would be a good if they wanted to go with a Gambit current, you know, not the youngest version of Gambit, just like he exists now type person. He's got a great face for it. I think Gambit should be like, in my mind, he's not like jacked. He's more Brad Pitt Fight Club. Yeah. Not, you know, super yoked dude. I think Channing Tatum little too big on the body. Little t- yeah, just a little bit. You know what I mean? You you look at Magic Mike. This guy's got the body. <laughs> All right? He's got it. But that's too big. He's more, you know, he's too strong. Gambit should be like a lean, wiry, cigarette smoking kind of like sleazy yet charming dude. That's funny you mentioned Magic
1: Mike cuz now I'm picturing Matthew McConaughey as Gambit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: All right, be-
1: listen here. I got these cards, right? They're <laughs> magic. All
0: right. Pick a card, all right. <laughs> got my girl Rogue over here. I get, a, <laughs> I, got my girl. I get
1: older, she stays the same age.
0: I get older, she still can't touch me. Otherwise, she'll kill me. <laughs> Make her give me hand jobs and them gloves, though. All right, all right. <laughs> Come on, pick a card. But you mentioned Brad Pitt, too. I would definitely go with... I would
1: like do a young, a young Brad Pitt so, would be an awesome gambit. So I think Ben sure. Barnes
0: would be a good person to play him he's not a huge huge actor but he's had big roles he was already in marvel universe and i know they're bringing some of the netflix characters back i highly doubt they're going to bring back especially someone that kind of fell flat like jigsaw he did his best with the role but at the same time there wasn't a a ton to work with
1: um i i started westworld i never finished it what is he in the first season or that i'm not sure
0: um but he just has He's got that kind of narrowed face that I think works for it. Yes. The other person that I think would be a great role for it, if you're going for a younger version, is I'm probably gonna say this first name wrong. D a c r e, Dakre. Okay. Uh, Montgomery. DeCray. Who? DeCray Montgomery, who was in Stranger Things. He played that fucking lifeguard guy. Oh, Billy. Billy. Dude, I like him. And he was also in Power Rangers. Dude,
1: that's a good call. I could see that. And I did see the Power Rangers movie, too. So Um,
0: I think he would be a good younger version of Gambit. He can kind of do some longer hair. He's a younger guy. He's not super jacked. But he can still get, like, trim. He can get lean. Dude, I actually really like that. Yeah. Billy, let me know what you think about that. I think those two are probably the care. I just think... With those two, you have one that's a little bit older who could play a more established version if you wanted to have him already. Because basically the whole crux of Gambit is he's kind of like a regular thief guy. Everyone knows stealing's fine because it doesn't hurt anyone and insurance covers everything. It's like but, a, like Aladdin. but yeah, Exactly. <laughs> he's like a modern-day Aladdin. No magic carpet, but he blows up cards. But the real big thing in his storyline is always that He's responsible essentially for causing the deaths of like hundreds of mutants, or at least tens of mutants, in the Morlock massacre that Mister Sinister kind of tricked him into doing. Yeah, I do remember that. That was like in the '90s, right? That happened. Yeah. yeah. So I think with Ben Barnes, you can have that already happen. And Rogue finds out, and she's not happy. Yeah. Yet. So you can either have Ben Barnes where that already happened in an older version, or this. You know, I know we're butchering this name, but he's Billy. Billy 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 from Stranger Things could come in and actually do that. Wait, he was the Red Ranger, right? Wasn't his name Billy too?
1: I know the Blue Ranger. That's the Blue Ranger. Yep, that's the Blue Ranger.
0: The nerd. He was nerdy. And we know what we do with (laughs) nerds. Um, But yeah, those are my two gambit choices. I like those. Um, I also did a nice little deep dive on top three horniest. Which was our other question. Coming from Ryan, three horniest characters in comic books. So my first thought, obviously, Google, <laughs> horniest comic book characters. Did you? The absolute best thing that came up, first link, click on it. I'm looking at these names and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It's like Hellboy, like Loki. <laughs> it's just like all these weird characters. And I'm looking at it and I realize... Oh, these are actual (laughs) characters that just have horns on them. And I was like, I've never thought of describing like, oh, that's my horniest sheep over there. (laughs) Dude, that's brilliant. So my first search did not get me a lot of results. I then found a couple of lists to get some information from. But one of the things I looked up or one of the lists I pulled up had an insane storyline it was most sexually charged story panels or most sexually despicable things in something crazy and it had a scene from extraordinary gentlemen or league of extraordinary gentlemen shot amazing movie yeah (laughs) thank god sean connery passed on both the matrix and Lord of the Rings, to so that. he could star in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And that's an Alan Moore book, isn't it? It is an Alan Moore book. Yeah. The book, the comics are actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're legit. So in this uh, series of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen books, it's loosely based off H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Okay. So Martians come to Earth, um, and the Invisible Man turncoats on the team to side with the Martians. He then also sexually, what invisible people do. Yeah, which is some weird sexual (laughs) shit, which we just talked about. Yeah, and gets caught up. So what Mr. Hyde does, who can see him through thermal imaging, which apparently Mr. Hyde has. Yeah,
1: he's got those fancy glasses, right?
0: uh, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So and he's a
1: scientist, bro.
0: Mr. Hyde, giant ape-looking character, puts on a nice tuxedo gets some wine, and proceeds to rape the Invisible Man to death. Oh, my God. While he's invisible.
1: Holy shit. So, so, not- so the Invisible Man's not the creepy, horny guy in this well, scenario? Well, I think,
0: I think it was a little eye for an eye that might have gone too far, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. A brown eye. A brown <laughs> eye. <laughs> an eye for a brown eye, which is not fair. And, yeah, they it was an insane read on that. But I did get to the bottom of who I personally believe are some of the horniest characters in comics. Shoot. So I had a couple people that didn't necessarily make the whole list. So I got some uh, honorable mentions, I guess you would say. Uh, Peter Quill, Star-Lord. Yeah. The man fucks. Always trying to get it in. Oh, always. Johnny Storm. I mean, Chris Evans and Chris, uh, what's, damn, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, in the both movies, dude, both are players.
1: Yeah, well, especially like, you know, in the comics, Fantastic Four, uh, Johnny Storm, you know, he's in college. He's a young college kid, drives a sports car. The
0: he, guy's trying to fuck, dude. Yeah, he's he, literally on fire. Yeah, he is uh, single and ready to mingle. Um. They had Nightwing... Which I wasn't aware that he was such a player, but apparently Nightwing's getting it in, dude. Yeah, he was one that was on like every list I looked at, and I was just like, dude, I was unaware of it. I thought Batman was more of a uh, more about it, but Batman. Real- <laughs> Batman?
1: Does he make advances? I feel like it's always I like because let's not leave out the women here. Catwoman would definitely be at the top of my list of horniest Catwoman, comic book characters. Yeah.
0: Catwoman's definitely on there, but I feel like Catwoman she just does it with like something? a purpose. Which is like she's using it as a means to an end. Yeah. So it's not necessarily horniest in just like, I'm trying to fuck. It's more like horniest as in like
1: to so take advantage of like style. So yeah, from like a jewel thief ass point you know you're using your sexual energy to manipulate and get what you want you exactly know? so okay but but it's not like she don't
0: want it <laughs> she i mean yeah she's definitely she definitely wants to bang batman i but mean let's not i mean the blatant cat pussy ha 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 yeah but she also i feel like she's pretty loyal to <laughs> batman dude she just kind of like she sticks with them she does but she is on my list of i didn't hon- say she wasn't loyal i just said she wants to get it <laughs> she uh but she is on my list oh is she of honorable mentions <laughs> sweet um, I also had Iron Man on there. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Hercules, Thor, and Harley Quinn Yeah. Are, all make my honorable mentions. Right. So now my t- real top three. We got Hawkeye. <laughs> what you don't know, dude, Hawkeye out there fucking
1: sticking quills and quivers
0: dude yeah he's just like a regular guy he's doing his thing the man is just living his life he's everyone likes him he's smooth this guy is cool enough to be in the fucking avengers and all he can do is shoot a bow and arrow right they're like hey man you're so good at being you're such a cool guy we're gonna put you with uh Greek gods and Norse gods, and he's like, "Yeah, that's about where yeah, I'm at." Yeah, he's just along for the ride. You got to have good confidence. The I don't use this term a lot, but your big dick energy to just be a regular man in the Avengers, yeah. and still be like making some moves. And he's obviously got
1: you know some good wingmen, you know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm friends with Thor.
0: Yeah, and then he'd be like,
1: "Can you get me Thor's number?" Because
0: has- also it's like, dude, yeah, I'm basically have access to unlimited money, right? I can do anything. Yeah. The the keyword being
1: Avengers Mansion. It's yeah. not the Avengers Bungalow. Yeah,
0: it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we got that money. It's not the Avengers Hostel. <laughs> it's the Avengers Mansion, you fucking idiot. Squat house. Yeah. Uh I'm pretty sure you can spend the night. Yeah, we got
1: we got a punk show going on here <laughs> next week. It's 2 dollars at the door. Uh, it's suggested though. If you bring a case of beer, it's all good. It's
0: good. Damn, what do, what do you think the DIY show at the Avengers house is like? <laughs> Um, but I will move on to the next person on the list, which pretty timely because we are also getting a show for this person, the one the only She-Hulk. She-Hulk? Dude, she got that gamma that gamma libido, dude. Yeah. Supercharged. I, according to the internet and my research and my studies, she's a very strong liberated woman liberated and she fucking does she does the fucking dude <laughs> she's in yeah, she's a she's a lawyer too right she's a lawyer she's a superhero she fucking gets i up. mean
1: after a long day of lawyering there's only one thing i want to do dude and it's save the and planet it's and then fuck <laughs> what a full day and isn't she like Hulk's cousin or something? Is there a relation? She or
0: was not? Hulk's cousin. Jessica Jessica not Drew, that Spider-Woman, I want to say. Jessica so But Jessica Walters. That's is what her I name. thought. I want to say because
1: I thought it was Wal- I mean no, Walter was the actress that died.
0: Yeah. But she basically had to get a blood transfusion. The only person who can do it was Bruce. So comic logic, they were like, "Well, we don't have any other blood, so I guess we just give you this toxic, irradiated blood. Yeah, this and guy turns
1: big and green. But, but, but you get, should. But you should be fine.
0: She gets the best of both worlds because when she hawks out, she just becomes like a super strong babe, and then is still super smart. Does she? Yeah, like she's still like. Conscious. I think she stays as like she hulk the whole time well and it's not
1: like a fugue state with Hulk where he wakes up like oh what happened and the whole city is just destroyed she's
0: good she can do some lawyering some avenging and some fucking all as She-Hulk
1: what a woman of the 21st century man that's awesome
0: and so for my number one I Zach's Uh, gonna be pretty upset about this Archie It was Archie. He (laughs) fucked everyone in that dumb comment. Veronica and Betty, or whatever the fuck, Jughead. Everyone. (laughs) He just he was fucking that Archie guy. Um, No, my number one. I was gonna put Constantine, but because Constantine does fuck.
1: Yeah. So in I was reading Swamp Thing, and the one book he's in. Uh, the one magician character, his name's like Zathara or something. Zatanna? Yeah, his his like daughter. Yeah. Who was his, she used to wear that little tuxedo number. Oh they were a, You I don't know. gotta
0: tell me, Papa.
1: <laughs> I know all about that tuxedo number. Yeah, and in, Not the, one
0: myself. in, the, in the That's what I cosplay.
1: In as. the comic she he's like I don't want you going with Constantine alone. I'm coming with you. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye on things. That dude definitely knows what's up. I mean, dude, the accent alone, you know, he's a suave British dude. Smoking cigarettes all the time. Actually, when I read those comics, I just read it in David Bowie's voice. Constantine.
0: That's how you think of him? I do, yeah, I do, because he's smooth as fuck. I could see that. But my real number one is actually, I thought about it a lot. I got to go Wolverine, dude. Yeah? Wolverine just got got the long life. Been fucking crazy amounts of people. He fucked Mystique. which is essentially having sex with everybody. Any <laughs> Anyone and everyone. Yeah, that's, he has a couple kids. He's got a couple clones. He's just, dude, everyone wants him. I think he, get, he gets with Jean Grey. Wolverine's got kids? He's got Dakin. Okay, uh, that I did not know. I don't know if he has any other kids, but I know he has Dakin for sure. Oh, he's got a bunch of them
1: running around he don't even know that's about. That's what
0: I'm saying, dude. <laughs> this dude has been alive since, like, the 1600s. He's definitely
1: How is he not showed up in 1602? I wonder if he showed up in that comic.
0: They have I mean I'm trying to think. I don't know if it's 1600s or 1700s, but there's definitely the Wolverine Origins comic that they tried to pump out before the Wolverine Origin movie.
1: They tried to make it
0: like for the movie, like leading up no, to No, I think they just wanted to have a better book out. Right before the movie, I was gonna say because the Weapon
1: X series was all about his origin.
0: Yeah, but this one is more about like his childhood origin and everything pre that. <clears throat> so kind of that full when he was a kid, <clears throat> before he got to the Weapon X program.
1: Gotcha. Okay, because
0: okay. everything prior to that book had mostly been his origin. Weapon X program, maybe a little bit of him in Japan prior to weapon x i don't know if that's pre or post
1: well they did that the frank miller did that one yeah was that
0: pre or post weapon x Though?
1: oh it's after yeah he already has he's already got the blades yep
0: um but yeah i think wolverine just fucks the most he's just the most primal it's true those are my horniest characters man well done what uh, i'll take it what are we looking at time wise
1: uh, we're at 52. Um, uh, I mean, you just want to kind of hit some points? We're going to skip Marvel year by year this week. You know but what
0: I, yeah, I was going to say, I do want to bring up one last thing that I forgot to bring up in news that I was actually talking to, shout out Grails on Grails, a, on Instagram. This dude has shirts and he was talking oh, about- Oh, I've been on that page, yeah. He's been, uh, he was talking about Moon Knight and- I had just read an article about they started filming. Ethan Hawk We saw Ethan Hawke on set, who is confirmed to be playing the villain, but we're not sure who that is. I was talking to him, and we were both thinking that, obviously, Bushman should pro- would probably be the first villain, just because he plays a huge role in the creation of Mark Spector becoming Moon Knight. Okay. So... Kind of the concept, just really quick backstory of it. they are mercenaries in the Sudan. Uh, Bushman and Mark Spector are kind of on the same squad. Some people find gold. Bushman says, fuck them, we're going to kill them. Tries to kill everyone. Spector tries to stop them. Bushman's like, fuck you, almost kills him too. That's when Mark Spector, who, you know, this thank god there was a greek temp or a uh, egyptian temple for a miscellaneous god that he could pray to right before he dies <laughs> that gives him powers he comes back he skins bushman's face and kills him oh. and then he- bushman comes back cuz comic logic and you know someone else brings him back but he has this huge role in the origin of but the thing is again bushman Channing Tatum will be a better Bushman okay. Ethan Hawk not that jacked
1: okay, right? I'm not familiar with the characters, so I can't really speak. well I'm saying
0: like Ethan Hawk's more of like a is now a thinner guy, yeah, I would think Ethan Hawk would be more of a mysterious string pulling manipulative type villain versus just a pure force, yeah, if that makes sense
1: um. That'll be cool. And like the fact that they kind of have to do that as an origin movie because a lot of people we'll aren't super show. familiar. Oh, it's going to be a show? I is Oscar so.
0: Isaac still going to be on? Oscar it? Isaac, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, they got to do the whole origin thing because I know a lot of people probably aren't super familiar with that character, oh, myself included.
0: 100%. I totally agree with that. So that's why I think he might be in there, but I don't know if we're going to have Ethan Hawke playing him. Another idea that's floating around the internet with it is Marvel is trying to work their way into the supernatural. Because we have Blade coming, and we have some more supernatural movies in the works, so people were suggesting that there's a possible he is a Dracula or Dracula adjacent type character. Okay, I, I don't know. The the whole vampire vibe has been beat with a fucking stick. I man. I agree, but I'm wondering how we're gonna have Blade. So it's like, how do you do you bring vampires in? Slowly, somehow, how about you just do it and get it over with?
1: That's what Blade, Blade is like where I draw the line.
0: Blade's the only thing That's that you, all, yeah, come on. And it has to have a Wesley Snipes cameo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What if Wesley Snipes was the villain in the new Blade? That'd be kind of nuts. Do you think I, he's sane enough, though? I
1: think that his, I don't know, Wesley's one of those guys, his time's kind of come and gone. I
0: completely agree. And especially the whole tax thing didn't help. But like. you could also get him dirt cheap at that point. Yeah. And if he, you got to tell him, like, dude, listen. <laughs> My parole officer needs to set. I need to get a job. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just be I like, listen, dude. He starts hanging out on set. We could get, We could make you really big again if you just buckle down and do this. You saw what we did for Robert Downey Jr. We're Good out point. here. Good point. Like, you got to just fucking buckle down and listen to everything we tell you to do.
1: And maybe it'll work. Um, I'm still waiting on that Demolition Man sequel. Simon Says Die. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in that. Simon Phoenix. That, the Demolition. He's a very good villain in that. I mean, dude, I yeah. agree. He's a great villain. I think he would be a great villain because he's psycho in real life. Yeah, and that would be fun. That would get a lot of people, that would get seats in the theater. If, oh, hey, Wesley is going to be the bad guy this time. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: And he could he can play a very unhinged human being. Because it's not a far stretch. Well, fucking A. Make it happen, Feige. Kevin, you got it here first, dude. We need Wesley Snipes' villain in Blade. And shout out, I'm also making a Blade musical. <laughs> writing it myself. Thought of that the other night at a uh, fire. Not a bad idea. We'll talk about it more yeah. next week. I want notes. Oh, I'll get you I a track notes, list. I want casting. Yeah. Um, As always, thank you for listening. Go check out Threads and Dreads Pod on Instagram. And go to patreon.com backslash threads and dreads and pay five bucks to get some fucking extra episodes where we say even dumber shit. It's true. We're now on Spotify and iTunes, so check us out on both. We are on the two platforms that actually matter.
1: Exactly. All you beautiful, beautiful Apple users, please check us out on Apple Podcasts. Hell yeah. We're there. And then On the site, it even says like Apple
0: Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Formerly known. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.